Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Comedy Road Podcast. I'm Jason Schuster. I'm Lena Green. And today we've got an awesome guest, Jeremy Gumbo Christian. He's the executive producer of the Netflix is a Joke Comedy Festival. He's one of the hottest shows in L.A. at the Improv right now. He tours all over the country. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Gumbo Christian. Woo! Ooh, oh, I love how you're clapping for you gotta yourself. Get, we got to make it loud. <laughs> make sure they put the, uh, the the soundtrack on the back of the, the <laughs> He got requests. Yeah, yeah, bump that part he up. Got he got requests. He got requests. They don't realize we got like uh, 200 people over there in this audience. Yeah, but this is a live right podcast now. right now. You don't know, but we they're... We love you, Jeremy. That's it. That's it. Let's go. My Oh, wow, man. I honestly I can't wait. So I've known Jeremy like we go way back. So when did man. we meet? How far? And we started off in improv together. Yeah, we did improv. Yeah. Love that. Um yeah. it was a cool little plantation. It was <laughs> But we figured how to get off of it. Oh though. my god. It was cool. We was we <laughs> we were the first um Blacks. flappers. We were the first well, we were the flappers. first and only improv team at Flappers. I think <laughs> no, no, he, he, he ran What up. did you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind. Don't my. get us in trouble. <laughs> no, you, know, you can get us all in trouble. I know. <laughs> nah, so we so we met at, so we auditioned for the Flappers house team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we auditioned. I think it was like 150. It was a lot of people. It was a lot of people, yeah. and they picked uh, 20 of us. Yep. And I was um fairly new at improv, but I was really good at like doing like impressions. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I think they picked like. Um, it was pretty diverse. They had two black people, and then everybody else was white. <laughs> that so was, that was so diverse. You know, they, you know. That's, that's cool. So you got they had two of us. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was like three or four. Three yeah, or four yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got the was... black guy in the room that does impressions. You got the Jewish guy in the room that does oh, yeah, impressions. Oh, yeah, he does impressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's impressions. I see something. That's, 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 that's really that, dumb. That, you look yeah, like you could do a good stewie. Uh, uh, <laughs> Even yeah, uh, Stewie, yeah, uh, 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 a pizza, yeah, uh, Stewie, Stewie's, uh, yeah, Stewie, I think Stewie's the Stewie's like the, the baby, right? Yeah, 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 the baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter, right? Isn't it Stewie? Isn't it him? I don't, British, know, I don't the British kid, yeah, yeah. Was he British? Tried to lock me up last week. Was he British? I don't think he was British. He had like a little. Uh, you got a stewie in you? Yeah, he had a little. I don't, I don't know. Right now, it probably sound like somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter, yes. Um, would you please roll the weed up? I'm really hot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my, my, kind of sound like a little like a porky pig. My, uh, my, my Peter sounds like uh, Peter Attenborough right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over there, we see Peter at Starbucks. Baby in the wild from Family Guy, right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> what is that? Australian? You know, you know. He gave him like <laughs> you know. Australian Peter. Yeah, Australian. Yeah. Australian. No, uh, what's his name? The guy okay. from the yeah, yeah. Planet Earth. Impressions are hard, bro. It's hard, man. They're you got to put your own. Spin you got to. You got to put, you your, put your own spin on it, yeah. and it's and it's also like um, like I did music. So I, when I wrote songs and stuff, I kind of oh. had to like um, be able to know what a Jamie Foxx song would sound like, uh, yep. or um. A Chris Brown song would sound like. Yeah. So we'll do um, not like covers, but um, we'll pretty like, pretty much record the song in their voice and try to like sh- shop the song. So you started in music? Yeah, I, I was a rapper. Before oh that. wow! Yeah, I was rapping before that. Um, so I used to do all the uh, when I wrote songs and stuff. I had to do all the voices of Fifty Cent and. Oh, you did the voices? Oh, oh, in your head? Yeah, I, that's like, awesome. Boy, that sound look crazy. I know. Head, like. So you're like in the club in your mind. Yeah. So if yeah. it was a, so if there was a song. If I was working with a producer and if there was a song that I wanted to at least get a hook on, I wanted to get that song shot to like uh, Aftermath or shot to like 50, I would go and do like a 50 cent voice on the song to get it. To try to get Whoa, the show, yeah, song. That's, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. You that's do awesome. have to have that ear and stuff. You do. You and, have yeah. to, yeah. Because you so did, that, you did some shows right for impressions. Like you did a, did, were you on show on the Dana Carvey? Yeah, first uh, impressions. Uh, well, I, I was a, a writer and a producer. Okay, cool. Uh, on that show, um, but that helped me with uh, the transition into like comedy, into comedy. Oh, you know okay. I'm saying to doing like improv, and that just kind of opened up like. Because music just kind of, you have limitations. Ain't nobody trying to hear yeah, me it's as a, hard. a rapper to do a Jay-Z uh, <laughs> voice. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. But in comedy, I could do. It's, it's wide open. Yeah, so, it is. So, yeah. That was so that was so dope when we did uh, the Flappers um, house team. And it was cool. It was just, it was just too white. It was too white. <laughs> it, was too white. <laughs> it, was, it was just vanilla all over the place. Well, I mean, like, I'm saying, like, it just wasn't diverse. Yeah. 
yeah. enough. And and for me, sometimes like I like to improv is like accepting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's accepting yes, suggestions yep. and stuff. Sometimes the suggestions will be like stereotypical. Yeah, you it know, is. If if you're the police officer, I don't want to be the. <laughs> I'm That's sorry, right, my guy. That, no, the I got trap. you. No, because I, I I trained in the groundlings, and you guys trained at UCB. I right? did, gra- I did I groundlings did too. Oh, you did groundlings too. Yeah. yeah. So every and every improv school has a different style that they yeah, teach, but the, but the but the the ideologies are kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. You know? Groundlings is heavily uh, character, character based. Mm-hmm. Heavy character based. The yeah. person that uh, my first Sean Hogan, he was like, uh, well, I think it was just a thing for like uh, a bad groundlings, like choose characters that people would hate to be stuck in the elevator with. <laughs> that's right. And that's kind of yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. you get like the Will Ferrell um, anchor man and yep. um, target lady. Like that's where all they, uh, Paul, uh, Paul Rubin, PB Herman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's where all them crazy characters come from. So, so I love, I love doing like improv. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, that's what we met at though. Yeah. And you're talking that's about cool. like the suggestions that came up. They weren't like, it's it, it's kind of like it didn't involve everyone. It wasn't inclusive of everyone. Nah. And that isn't fun, you know? You want to go out there and do an art form, which comedy is an art form, uh, mm-hmm. a pretty new one out of all of the art forms, out of music and acting and stuff. It's Most definitely. It, and so when you're playing around with something like that, you want to feel like you're being involved in it. And so yeah. I get what you're saying on that note with the inclusivity. It needs to open up. I, you just want to play, like, you want to play. I don't know if y'all ever did. Um, are they on the camera too? No. They're not. But, but, they should but be on the camera. Shout out to them every shout out shout out 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 to the I know they, you know. But for me, like, improv is like, I get to be a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I get to play. Like, let me play. Like, let me be the white guy, the white police officer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, me yeah. You be the black. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, co- and. Co- uh, <laughs> yeah, you yes, and you be a black uh, co-whatever um, partner. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, sw- switch it up because that that what we get to play in the world that um, that we all we don't always get to ex- we don't get to exist in you know on yeah, everyday yeah. life. If only so, that transcribed to the real world, you know. Man, come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> but we, I just I just I ended up leaving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to, I couldn't. Matter of fact, when I left, I started uh, my improv. Um, not true, but I guess it's kind of like a family in a sense. And like literally like half of them left and followed me and left from that. Oh, really? Yeah. Who R- went with Russ, you? Russ. Oh, Matt, I haven't seen Russ. Okay, yeah. Um, Bethany. Oh, I didn't get yeah, a little she meetup. Like, oh, she don't even remember. What a no, I do remember. She don't remember. She don't remember. Man, one of them told me. So, oh, oh, oh. She was high as hell with me. Shut up. She was high with me. What you gotta do? I, I do rem- remember. I remember Russ had no hair in the middle. That's fucked up, Russ. <laughs> Russ. Well, I'm a, I did. I'm did he have he had a distinctive you. look. I remember Russ because he and he was really funny. Like Russ he was, was a fucking beast. hilarious. Russ was just, a beast. I was afraid, so, not afraid, but I was like, man, if I, I go up for him, I'm gonna have to just stick to my impressions. His brain was just yeah. Like, Oh my God! They were all really amazing improv. Like it was Kim Maggie who does um, stand up. Kim was good too. The blonde hair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was funny. Oh my God! But all of them were like doing like great, like like great things and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It's amazing to see the the people that you love that you grew up that you you came up with that are doing awesome things. You know, it's uh, a you know you vibe with your tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seeing Mm -hmm. people go on to you know go out into different avenues like yeah when did you start going to stand-up or did you were you doing that at the same time really honestly i started stand-up seriously like 2018 2018 2018 okay. and um before that i was i was doing comedy before that but i don't think i was taking it serious yeah I was yeah it takes a while it, yeah. like you're you're first like god what am i doing like do people want to hear me talk like well i was i was more so like like man i was getting into rooms that i was like I started to feel bad because I was I knew comedians that was doing mm-hmm. it for like a long time, yep. and I'm like it's like twenty, I was like 2017, 2016, and I was like opening up like at the comedy store and just getting like mm-hmm. spots like Dave, uh, not Dave Chappelle, uh, Kevin Hart come wow. up and opening up mm-hmm. those doing those spots or yeah, hosting yeah. those shows, and. When you're somebody who's not like, I never dreamed of doing. Com- I always thought comedians were corny. I still think most, <laughs> I still think most of y'all are corny. <laughs> I really do. It's so weird, so like they're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are like, and I'm I, I'm weird too sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I just I feel like I I was like getting into these spots like really fast, mm-hmm. and I know part of it's probably like personality, right, and being able to kind of like shift like in ability. different rooms, right. 
um, which I think we share that, can be in different rooms. I don't matter if it's black, white, Hispanic, short, mm-hmm. tall, penis, no penis, whatever. We <laughs> we are. Is the mic in your face? Penis, no penis. <laughs> I like how he just moves it out of the way after the word penis. He's like, penis. All right, out here. No, but I'm saying, like, uh, so I was, I think sometimes when you're, I know we have to be intentional, right? But mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you're just like free flowing and free, just going, just with the flow, you find yourself in these places that you, you know, you just kind of just osmosis. Yeah, just kind of like the universe in. is like this is where your path is. Like yeah. I love how you talked about being intentional because I feel like I know people have been doing it for ten, twelve, and they're, they're, I'm like are you being intentional? Like what, what is the end goal? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, Oh, I'm just showing up to mics. And I'm like, yeah, you got to, I feel like, I feel like that's the, that was so dope about like improv. It's mm-hmm. like, you, like, I feel like you, you have to have your goals. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you have to leave space for like that world that you don't really operate in. Like most of the time, mm-hmm. you know, when you do your nine to five, you got to do your nine to five. Mm-hmm. So certain jobs don't allow you to be able to, you know, be creative. Mm-hmm. But in life, I feel like when you have goals, you have to improvise. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, like, you know, I'm going to go do this show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know so many comedians that like, I know black comedians are afraid to do white rooms. I know white comedians, yeah, white comedians are afraid to do black rooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is because people... If, if you're not di- if you don't have a diverse group of friends or you don't have a diverse um, surrounding yeah. or you don't um, put yourself in certain spaces, then you will be uncomfortable because yep. you never fucking know. I'm sorry, can I cuss? You can, yeah, yeah, you can, you can yeah. say whatever the fuck yeah, you fuck want. That shit. <laughs> you never fucking know who's gonna be in the room. Yeah, and if you're uncomfortable with being with, even if you're a guy and you're uncomfortable with being with all women mm-hmm. in the room. As a comedian, you might be cool with it. Oh, I'm the only, only guy. Like, yeah, this is. But as a comedian, some people are uncomfortable with it yeah. because they're not sure if they're going to offend all women, all women rooms. It's you know true. What I'm saying? And they care so much about, like, I, I think that's another thing. People caring so much about what others think of. Like, this is your voice. Like, you just got to put it out there yeah. and just throw it out and see what happens. And some people are like, well, I'm, I'm afraid to, you know. Yeah. be my true authentic self and that's a that's a real conversation like you have to show up as yourself or people the audience knows like they oh, they think bodies are stupid i'm like they are smart they can pinpoint yeah. your ass first one minute you yeah. know mm-hmm. i think we're the i think we're the we're the place now where it's like it's not the 60s <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's it's like you know People want to hear like different voices mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying whether you're uh, an lgbtq community you know what i'm saying we're we're starting to like integrate so much more to where people have brothers and sisters that that's what they are. You have friends that's what they are. People who've been afraid to like speak their voice to where now you have people that want to hear that because they want to find a way to communicate yeah. with their friends or their family members. So those voices are like extremely important. Yep. So, but I was saying that to say is that like I was just so open. So I was getting these opportunities, but what happened for me was that I respect the craft so much, I had to take a break from it. Yeah. Because for me, I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I have to find out what the what are, what are the uh, what's the etiquette, you know, ways of respect. I'd be running lights and shit. I could do a five minute set. I'd be up there for fifteen minutes. Guys just, well, okay. guy just waving that's that arm. Off. <laughs> He's just but I'd be, I'd be killing them though. Like I'd be able to stay like killing them. It's more than running the light. I'd be like just... doing like five. I'm supposed to do five. Jesus. You want to open up the show? I didn't know because I feel like for, so with hip hop it's like when we've like freestyling I go to, go to a radio station in Atlanta uh, shout out B103 let them come on the radio station and they let you freestyle yeah, and it's yeah. like they might say you got five minutes but then like if the DJ's got the beat and you flowing it's like yeah. and it's the same thing with like when I would do con- do shows and stuff in concerts like I would do shows and I would open up for like you know rappers, open up for Ti, Kanye, your boy, your boy Kanye. Oh, we're just we're, we're, we're peeps. What are you talking? We talking about? Yeah, he loves the Jewish people. All right, yo, Mazel Tov, K- Kanye West. Get him on the camera. Get him on the camera. Get his ass on the camera. Yo, I'm gonna need y'all to stop. But but no, but I used to open up. I used to open up for these artists and stuff. And like, and rap, it was different. It was like it was just more like. 
They just let you rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You got to do your thing, but in comedy, it's like there is a pecking order. You have to like wait your turn until you can run the lights and no one gets pissed out of you. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Yeah, they don't like that shit at all. <laughs> the, only, the only time it's hard at the comedy store because the, the OR room, that light is all the, it's on the other side and you cannot see it. Is that little no, that, is that little blue star? It's the little blue star. Yeah, the and I'm like, on the right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, God, that and thing I, and is I, crazy. And when I've done shows there, you know, the, the the bookers like, all right, make sure you don't run the light. <laughs> <laughs> but they got that little dim blue blue star, and you're like, and you just go and you're and the thing's gone. The, <laughs> I got my sister sitting in front and go. Yeah, Look I at it, and that. I'm like, yeah. They're like, I oh, can't, shit. I can't see the light. I can't see that. Show yeah, me yeah, the yeah. light. Yeah. I had to head it, man. <laughs> I, I remember one time I was in um, San Diego. Uh, I'm not going to call out the producer's name, but he had, I was I was like my first year in comedy. I, I think I had did a show. I had. I think I had uh, did an opening spot by, uh, it's a whole other story, but just by accident opened up a Chris Rock show. At open, at, by at, accident. By accident because. I love it when that happens to me. <laughs> When I accidentally open a Chris Rock show, that's the best. I'm saying this by accident because it was like I'd be, I be playing too much. Like, i play around too much. I remember Chris that came in. I'm going to tell you San Diego story real quick. Though. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember Chris came in, and, like, I'm, like, new in comedy. I had only done the Groundlings Improv. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, like, just, like, whatever. I'm, like, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember seeing uh, Chris come through with, I guess, somebody who was dating at the time. And... All the comedians are, you know that that side when you're walking in before you get to the OR room, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know uh, the OR room or to the um to the belly room, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing Chris walk through, and I'm like, "Yo, Chris, what up?" Like just, <laughs> just, just like, what's good? Like what's good, Chris? Like, and all the other comedians are like, they look like, you know him. <laughs> you know, they're like, hey, like, what's good? And he he like, what's what's up, man? I'm like, you going up tonight, Chris? I'm I'm like, you going up tonight? Like he like you know. <laughs> Like you've been boys for years. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, we going up to you going up tonight. Like he the door guy, but he get to get a chance to go up tonight. And shit. Right, like, right. Like he should be honored to be in your presence tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm gonna go up. I'm <laughs> oh, terrible, Chris. Bro. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm going up. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. He's like, yeah, I'm. A, I'm a, he said, I'm gonna do some time tonight or whatever. And uh, and I and I shook his ladies, his ladies hand, his friend, his friend uh-huh. hand or whatever. And then um, he was like, you going to go up? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do a little time. I was not. You were not. I, did. I, I don't think I had. I think it might have It might have been like a month since I had did a show. Oh, my God. And I remember him um, going up to like the, ma- to the, to the main room. Uh-huh. And I just remember like whoever was the producer at the time. I don't know if it was like Michael Yo or not Michael Yo, Michael Q or something like that. Oh, um, Comedy Madness. Show. I may, maybe so. Yeah. Maybe oh, so. Oh, but, oh, the, but, Mike, this, but but Michael, Michael Q did the Michael Q did the he did a show that was at the at the um comedy store, but I think he did also in San, some San Diego shows. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, but he but he he did a lot of shows. I can't remember if it was him, but I just know that somebody was looking for the opener for that show. I think it was Michael Q and I was like, Yo, I, uh, yeah, I, I go. And I, he just didn't show up. They couldn't find him. <laughs> so I took my ass up on that stage. No, no, no. way. No, no, yeah, no. That doesn't just yeah. happen, Jeremy. Yes, I love how does. you're so like. Look, but you know what? Also, doesn't happen like even for like the uh the so the Netflix the joke festival. I'm an executive producer. I executive produce executive produce my own show. So I'm not the executive producer of the. Yeah, you ne- do. Uh, you produce. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. take that back. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Gumbo Christian. Okay, <laughs> thank you for his own show. <laughs> yeah. So, but even with so so even with that though, it goes back to what I was saying with like like osmosis and just free flowing. Yeah. And shit. Like I I feel like I didn't like force gump my way through some situation. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But this was that was in my first year of comedy. That was like my first year of stand up. The confidence, yo. I mean, to just because I it's was, the the nerves. You there's so much nerves mm-hmm. and like you feel like. There's so much writing on you because you're alone, like on stage by yourself. This mm-hmm. is your art. This is you alone. And there's so much nerves in it. And the confidence you had to just your first year to just go up there, you know, talk to people, make opportunities happen. The universe conspired with you. I it think seems. I think for me it was almost like I could I could say for some people how they look at um I look at it like this, like when you want that girl. Mm-hmm. You end up trying hard, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just like, man, she ain't gonna, she really ain't for me, man. That's just gonna be my friend. But she end up liking you, dog. <laughs> like, that's how it goes. 
<laughs> she ended up liking you because you ain't trying hard. Did y'all hear this? I wasn't, tr- I, I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying hard. That's right. That's right. I listen, wasn't trying. Listen to hard. this right now. I wasn't trying hard. Like, I, like, is what's for you is for you, right? Mm-hmm. I just wasn't trying hard. Same thing with the Kevin Hart when um, I was doing crazy Cindy shows. I was just doing doing my time, and. Kevin Hart was coming to, uh, you know how they do. He'll mm-hmm. be in another room. Yeah, yeah. He was in the OR room. We were in the main room, and she was she was like, "We bumping everybody, everybody that was on that getting bumped," and she had me open up that show. She had me opening up, so I was wow. opening and hosting. Wow. With her. Wow. But I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like all I knew was improv. Yeah. So if you know improv. Getting on the microphone and talking to a crowd of people for me, mm-hmm. I feel like it's easy because mm-hmm. you just your brain, you just mm-hmm. you just free flowing. That's yeah. right. All yeah, I need right. you is to answer some questions. Y'all dating? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about my dating experience. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, and I I didn't know how to. It was a funny part. The funny thing about starting out and just having like an improv background, I would get booked on the show, for the show that I did, and I would not do the same set because I didn't know how to write. I did not know how to write yeah. jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what set up, uh, explore the premise. I ain't know no yeah, punchline. Yeah. Yeah, all I yeah. knew how to yes, I can yes and the hell out of. <laughs> yes, that's all I knew. Yeah, but I honestly feel like that helped me out. Like that helped me create so much more material. Yeah, being able to just like you know like improvise. It helped so, you be more free because mm-hmm. like that same thing when I started, I didn't know. I was just I was changing my set. Producers were like, "You're changing every." Like literally would tell me, and I wouldn't have had an hour if. I had kept mm. to what they were saying to mm. not change it every time. I was just trying to find my voice. And so I kept changing it every time. I was like, God, ah, this is not it. This is not it. And then I used a lot of that old stuff to knit together an hour. So I was like, you got to do you. Wow. You really got to do you. And it makes you so much more free flowing, not going by rules. I feel like you're a rule breaker. You go into it like, this like is how I'm going to show up. Yeah. Like, this is how I'm going to show up. Like, if you, you leave it or take it. And yeah. People took it. Yeah, because I feel like you, I don't know. Like I said, like I wasn't trying to get the girl. I really wasn't. <laughs> I really wasn't trying to get it. Like I was like. But that's when it always happens. When yeah. You're not trying. Yeah. I wasn't wasn't trying. That's. But uh, but also, it's important to be intentional because mm-hmm. for me, I was like, man, my first year in comedy, I was listening. I had so much time to sit back and listen to what other comedians before me, mm-hmm. what they, um, what were their struggles, yeah. what were their goals, what obstacles they had to get to get certain goals, what what helps you get to the next level. And a lot of co- a lot of comedians that did it for a while, they was like, man, I just got to get their TV credit. I just got to get their credit. Oh, like getting the credit helps you get like more spots. Help you get you know on the no road. No one's talked about that. That's uh, wow. That, that's, no one's no. talked about that yet. About like how that whole thing works and it's, the trajectory of it's a perception game in a lot of ways. It's a perception game, and um, you know, like the credibility factor is a huge aspect of your growth along this journey because there's no playbook mm-hmm. for no, this journey. No, most definitely. So, I, when we're talk, while we're on that track, like, w- at what point did you like decide? You know what? I want to be my authentic self, and I'm gonna let that shine. I'm gonna be me. I feel like um, my authentic self, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be myself. Period. I think on the stage, um, I'm always gonna, be, even when I'm failing, I'm authentic mm-hmm. and, and failing. But I think like comedy is one of those things where it's like when you're creating. Um, when you're on that stage, you don't have an eraser at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you're drawing and stuff, you can go and draw. You can, oh man, I, may, I messed up, erase. Like there's no erasing on the stage. All of this is keep going. Mm-hmm. We know you messed up, but can you make that error look beautiful? Can the you make it a beautiful error, that in, at least in, in the sense of comedy? Yep. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like my authentic stuff, like that's, I'm, I'm going to be that, but I think it's more so about finding myself comedically. And I think that that just changes because my voice before being a father is different mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yep. um yep sure is it changes you it changes it you changes man you, you know my my daughter's uh seven years and yours your son is seven seven months seven months so that ch- that even changes for you like how you where you at now from the day that he was born 
all those emotions. Yep. And then now it's like seven, and then we start tearing shit up in your house. You you have a different voice. Your voice is gonna be my my loud. house. My house is already tore the fuck up. You know, he's seven months old. Uh, my, yeah, my shit, my, my kids is. You said he like a little fool back then. Huh? Oh, he's he, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a little Ray Lewis. You know, he's, uh, he's about, to ta- fan. about to deck somebody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so, funny. Yeah. But yeah, man, it 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 constantly it's gonna constantly um, change. But I think I'm a I'm a hyper creative, so I had to kind of like tone down that part of me to focus like on the business aspect of mm-hmm. it and like I'm, I'm a hustler by nature like yeah. you know i'm gonna I'm I'm figure some shit out you yeah, know what yeah. i mean but i also feel like i have like this i feel like god also gave me this extra gift to like see past certain things that other people might not be able to see mm. and what i mean by that is like sometimes we operate everybody's like you know, cool with just, hey, man, just stay inside of this. Just color yeah. in a circle. Color yeah, yeah, in a yeah. circle. I've never been cool with Mm-mm. it. I challenge my teachers. I challenge my pastors. I challenge everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like, well, my parents, my parents, your parents are only going to be able to tell you what they know. Your community's only going to be able to tell you what they know. And when you challenge those things, there's, there's come there's, there's a sense of frustration when you're growing up. Mm. No doubt. There comes with frustration. Mm. But, I'm still like my 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 child version of myself is like still is happy. That's it's cool. happy because it's yeah. like yo like yo like nigga you know what we, what we want you know <laughs> what we want to do yeah. like let's go and change the world or change the world a- a- around you and for me like the with the credit thing I was like all right this is how this this world is operating like this is what um, some of the OG comedians they would say like man just gotta trying to get these credits, man. I never got a chance to do Def Comedy Jam. I never got a chance to do BT Comedy Beat. I'm trying to get these credits. My goal was like, bet, like, <laughs> 2018, like, I'm still learning this comedy thing, but, like, let me let me figure out this business side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was that, that first year, um, wilding out, and um, uh, got Amazon Prime, Laugh After Dark, in that first year of comedy. There you go. And, wow. and some people say they hate their first sets. Like I, my my first set was not um, <laughs> great. We all look we all look back on our first sets, and, but, but you know I what? Love you you got to be grateful set, for your first set. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I still love my first set. It's I like trash. I, I, but I, 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 it, it ain't trash, but you know. Yeah. No, what I, you're I, saying? Yeah. no, I I I feel like it was me. I feel like I was myself. Um. I, I enjoyed my first set was at the improv. That was my first what? show on the main stage at the improv. I was so That was your scared. first show? Yeah. You gotta look in the camera when you say that. Yeah, I was at- so and I remember sh- I was like sitting down. I, w- I was just like sitting there. I was like, I'm just gonna s- get it out. And it was a yeah. packed house and I was just like, okay, let me just talk about this stuff. And it was such a warm it's feeding off the audience in a way. It's like I was just feeding off of their energy in a way that filled me. And I was like, oh, this is like drugs. You're not gonna speed, you're not gonna speed past that. You're gonna look in this camera. You stop there, Katie. I'm I'm with Jeremy on this one. Her first set was a Hollywood improv. I know that was probably all of that. Can you get out the camera? It was nerve-wracking. Right here, ladies and gentlemen. Right here, Lena Green. You know, I like I'm to, sorry, but I'm you sorry. talked okay, about it, Jeremy. It. You like to get uncomfortable. Okay, like, you it. were talking about being, <laughs> a, I love getting uncomfortable. I don't, That's I get crazy. insane if I'm too complacent or too stagnant in life. I have to do extreme. I trek. I do extreme shit. So I'm not going to bring, I'm going to bring that shit into my art form, too. I want yeah. it high energy. I want right. it That's high. Right. That's right. I cannot do it just the way everyone else says to do it. I need to do it in a way that makes me feel like my heart is racing. Were you a hyper kid? I'm a triplet, so I was a kid who was left to my own devices a lot, and I had to come up with ways to, A, find my voice, because my two other sisters were dynamic people. You the baby? I was the baby. I tell. And I fought for <laughs> Not in a bad way, but when you say like you were left to your own, like like yeah, yeah, you know, that's the baby. The other two, they did their own thing. They, did, they had a lot of friends. I didn't have a lot of friends, so I needed to create a need. I had like imaginary friends. Yeah, I know that you I, did. Shut up. Tell me about your imaginary <laughs> friends. Judging me. She, in a, she was in there standing in the corner and stuff. Who the fuck are you talking that's to? That's why she got. That's why she got into improv. Alvin. 
was great to make friends when yeah. I got there. I didn't have so many friends until I got into comedy. Like even my sister's like, you have friends now. <laughs> who, who is this boyfriend you talking about? <laughs> like a friend. Never yeah. seen him. Yeah. Oh, we we know we know who your boyfriend is. You know, girlfriend. But uh, oh, girlfriend. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> you, knew, you knew back then. Uh, no, was I out? No, I think. I'm talking about when you were like six or seven. No, or seven. no, but other people made fun of they, me. They and said I was <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll tell you, but for a while, when I, when Lena used to switch every weekend. <laughs> I was. She, one, it's well, hard being I, a lesbian. One my... weekend she'd be like, yo, Jason, you know, I got to tell you, I'm done with women. I'm going straight back to men. I'm <laughs> like, all right, cool. Welcome back. And then the next weekend she's like, so yo, Jace, what's up? Nah, I think I'm poly this week. <laughs> uh, I, didn't like, I tried the poly. I and was, then, I like, and then like three months later, she's like, yo, I'm straight lesbian. <laughs> straight Man, I can't take fucking men no more. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you gotta find like, yourself. And then last night, she had, uh, well, you busted out the dildo at the end. You know what I mean? That was so, funny. Yeah, there you go. There's things that I, I think that <laughs> you gotta be honest about. And I think I said, I was like, you gotta get to know yourself and be honest about it. And this is what our art form is. Yeah. Being honest about who Most we definitely. are and putting that out to the masses so they people can relate to that. And like you said, people want more unique perspectives. Yeah. I'm a gay black female. You black. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking outside the box and shit. Y'all ain't supposed to be laughing. Y'all producers are sitting here laughing and shit. The revelation you find job, out. Man. Not Revelations on the Comedy Road podcast. I didn't play. She black in here. Yeah, you heard it first. Lena's black <laughs> on the Comedy Road special announcement because anybody didn't know. Y'all so annoying. Uh, I want y'all to know that. Y'all so annoying. Lena to is me. a black gay comedian. Anyway, gentlemen. All right, yeah. nah, but I think so that's. Annoying. I think that's. I think that's tight, man. That you like. That you did that. Spe your special man and like yeah. and then your first time going up was in the main room at the Hollywood Improv like talk about that that's, that's like serious that's stuff. out of the matrix it's it, like shit. you said it's free flowing yeah. the and but then it's like hard, like after that it's like how do you go back to normalcy you know what I'm saying even after more. doing the hour, how do you how do you go back to normalcy? You create to another like, hour. You create yeah. something else. I want to just always create more. I you know just keep going and seeing, and and finding other perspective voices and you know, combining with that, like getting with other people who want to say stuff. And that's you just keep going. And it, after that first hour, you're like, oh. Okay, I can just say shit now. Like I, this is gonna get fun. I love so it, I, man. Angel, what girls? I I love that for you. <laughs> yeah. You did a great tone too. I love it. I love that for you. My friend talks about this. She's like, white girls be like, I love that for you. I love that for you. What's underneath that? I really love that for you. That that's that that's a topical layer right there. You <laughs> know, once you, once you get granular, you break that down. <laughs> all the voices start coming out. It, you all know? Start coming. it all starts with that appetizer though. Start open up yeah from, from the top yeah so. now that's that's man that's 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 yeah. tight because everybody don't know that's not everyone's first like yeah, everybody's first is everyone's not everyone's journey is different like no yours. for sure for sure well what, 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 okay. but but speaking of journeys like so you went back to like you know what? i'm gonna figure out this as a business i'm gonna figure out comedy as mm -hmm. a business when did that light bulb go off and then to say you know what i got this but I'm gonna make money doing this too. That's important. Well, I think as an artist, I'm a, I'm an artist before any um, art form. Mm -hmm. I'm an artist. Period. Yeah. I play the trombone. Um, I like to paint. I don't. I'm not good at it, but um, <laughs> but I'm an artist first, right? Yeah. The thing is, is that like I kind of look at my life in different um, the different versions of me right now and then just in the past, right? And I kind of look at it like this where it's, I feel like the artistic part, I feel like I kind of got that. I feel like the, I feel like with comedy, I mean, you know, Bill Cosby's been doing comedy and, and putting pills and drinks for like a lot, okay. like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but Bill is like, <laughs> but, Bill, but Bill is like, 80 something going on tour, yeah. right? Yeah. Dick Gregory was like, They said it's amazing, oh, too. People have said, Who's that? that? Um, Bill Cosby said it's amazing. They said he is cute. Like, it's, it's current one. I've heard people talk, and they're like, It's fucking banana. Is everybody awake? Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Is that? Not is that, 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 that I'm just playing. You didn't see the censored prison special that came that out? Was, that, that was that was. Yeah, the prison special. Yeah. I bet he wrote that yeah, in don't... prison, though. I bet he wrote <laughs> all that shit in prison. Can you imagine? That's a lot of pudding, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, that, no. The, it, 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 it was the Folsom Prison sponsored by Jello. Nah, you stupid. But but I was saying that saying that uh, I hope your people don't get like offended because we're comedians and shit. So we're gonna talk that shit. But um, um, my people, Joan Rivers was doing comedy for like a long time. So my thing is this: like, all right, you can do comedy for forever, right? Mm -hmm. But most artists do not focus on the business side. Yeah. And we get into this thing where we got to get a manager, we got to get an agent. When you get lazy in that way, you end up having people learning the business for you or know the business for you. My thing was this. Coming from hip-hop, I kind of did both. I was started selling my own records independently, um, then opened up for, you know, major artists and doing consignments for, like, record labels. So I understood the business side of it. I also understood the power of, like, having control of my own destiny. Yeah. And sometimes when you have a manager and an agent and you feel like you want to do this thing, you want to make it so bad, mm-hmm. you end up going directions that it's really not for you. Mm. It's really not for you. So the business side for me, like I knew that I could do this until, you know what I'm saying, 40, 50 more years, you know what I'm saying? So my thing was like, what's on the other side? What is it that what what is it that artists are missing out on? And and a lot of it is even on the lowest level, most comedians want to get stage time, right? Yeah. Yep. Want to get stage time. I just It just baffles me where people, great majority of comedians don't think of how to create their own stage time, mm-hmm. which starts out with producing your own shows. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And how do you create something that's palatable for your, I mean, obviously for our audience, right? Right, right. But the first thing is, like, what makes it palatable for your peers? Mm. So that's why I started producing these shows with the uh, yeah, yeah. with the team of flappers and stuff, yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. even some comedy shows before that, and I started to build a community around. So I took this strategy was like if I can build a community that that can expand over the years, and also teach other like uh, comedians how to produce shows. Mm-hmm. The stage time became less of an issue. Yeah. If I say I wanted to get booked every day this week, I could get booked every day this week. Right. Right. And it's not on some like bragging type shit. It's more so about the strategy of like. Let me looking out for people. The universe just just took care of me. Mm. Yep, it yep. just took it just took care of me. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I'm saying? And I know that's like another conversation, but is, yeah. I feel like even with uh, uh, and out, like I never really wanted to be on the show. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just because that's just not my thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I had another plan for me, but even with that, like I knew that I was gonna get on that show. I email every damn person that probably worked on that show. <laughs> like e- just Cold email us. Sending Facebook messages, Jesus. text me. I'm, I'm like text, texting people. Don't even work it a uh, while and now. Like, can I? Get, I want to work on the show. I'm like, this is an Arby, sir. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just but, hitting everybody up. But that's true. You got to be in beast mode all the time. You know. Yeah, but you, that and you got to like just believe that you belong. Like, mm. you got you got to feel like you belong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even y'all as a producer and stuff like that's not all that y'all do. But I'm sure y'all have a love for for doing it and love for just hearing different voices and seeing stuff come together and, and being a part of that. Yeah. But like, it's something that led you to that. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Yeah. Sydney has a, a real passion for Crocs, our producer. She said for Crocs. I want, I want, oh, and I, designer and I, Crocs. I, I just want to see the Crocs real quick. Let's, Let's put them on the camera real quick. Oh, yeah. Get that yeah. crack in the camera. In honor of that, she rubs off on me. I want to represent the Ravens today with my Crocs. He's so excited. And thank you to our producer, Sid. Croc Monday. We're making this happen for Can me. Can you put your shoe back I'm on? Mani- I'm like... manifesting this. My wife got it for my birthday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> but but nah, it's like you 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 for sure have to leave. Um, you have to be intentional, mm. but you also have to believe that that is for you. It's because you know, like when we are outside of, not even outside of ourselves. Just when we go outside the house um, on billboards whether it's a text message from a family member or a friend, mm-hmm. the news, there's a whole bunch of negative affirmations. Man, I had that shit on my wall. I said, I'm going to be on Wildin' Out. I'm going to get my TV credit this year, yep. and I'm going to get on Wildin' Out as a as a creator and write on there. Uh, all happened in like six months. Boom. Hmm. 
All happened in six months. Did the did the uh, Kevin? I'm going to just knock out my credits for y'all. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead and do go it. Do it. Do it. Nah, do it. Nah, just playing. Right I don't give a fuck about them credits, man. <laughs> <laughs> I really fucking don't. That's not the girl you wanted. <laughs> not it's at not, all. I don't care about the. I say I don't care about it because it's like it's it's almost like at the end of the day, like I just, I'm just going for like happiness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really them credits, man. When I leave, when I die, like ain't nobody gonna be thinking about them credits. They're gonna be. Think thinking about, about the person you were. Yeah, they're gonna think about. We're gonna think about our exchange, our exchange, the conversations, whether it was for five minutes or for five different days or five different shows. That's the most important thing for me. But I'm saying, on the other side of that, like, you still have to be. You still got to know the business of your happiness. Yeah, mm, that's right. You know what I mean? If you want to be a, I want to like. I'm a person. I will. I will fucking go off the grid. That's just me. I'm yeah. an off the grid person. Mm-hmm. I will go the fuck off the grid. Yep. And just be fishing mm-hmm. and just Camping. be with my family. Like Love that's that that's me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But to get to that part of level of happiness, what is the business? What are the steps I gotta take for me to be able to yeah. you know, do that? Love like I love one of my favorite rappers, Andre three thousand. This man would be in China on Monday and then at the Communist store on Wednesday with a flute in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> just just random, but he's happy not having mm. to have like you know, security guards, anything like that. But I had to be strategic. And, like, if I'm going to be serious about this, let me see. Let me pull back the curtain and see what is it that everybody else is not doing. Hmm. And okay. part of it is yeah. that you don't want to do the work. You can't just always be on the stage. Like, and and, and part of it is, like, it's True. ego. Mm. Man, Come I'm on, t- say it again. Say it one more time. Part of it is the <laughs> ego. <laughs> Let's hear that people one more wanna, time, ladies and gentlemen. I think people don't confront that, though, their own um, ego that can get in the way of, you know, going up. Like, no, it, it, there's a lot of ego in this, and a lot of people don't realize that negativity that they're putting out there with that ego is sometimes blocking you. You're putting a lot of hay in the, mm-hmm. uh, as comedians, there's a lot of anger in it. It's a lot. A lot. There's, That's why I, I don't like them. i've never witnessed so much racism anger and just then when i started comedy and at first it almost made me quit i was like oh i'm too i'm light people are like you're so happy to be a comedian i was like i don't know why y'all are so we make people laugh why are you so it was the same thing for me i i thought that (laughs) i thought i had a whole different idea what comedians would be like (laughs) Oh yeah, you get a real awakening real quick. <laughs> real quick, I didn't. I mean, I didn't read any of whatever docu- documentary. Yeah. I didn't watch any doc- read documentaries. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't read. The, I didn't read the uh, the captions on documentaries that came on. <laughs> 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 you just say that. He keeps going. I just didn't know yeah. that world. You know what I mean? And, but Robin Williams is probably the first person that I really like. It was truthful really kind of started to pay attention to and like how it is to have my brain that I have and very creative and mm-hmm. also deal with depression at times, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of like that child that never got to be heard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And when you're on that stage, sometimes people, I'm not saying I wasn't heard. My parents, I made them niggas listen to me. I was loved. I did too. I was yeah. loved. I, you I was coming to the room late at night, my brother, <laughs> My mom be hanging out. I start doing impressions. Yeah, <laughs> they encourage. They, they encourage us, right? They, ah, no, shut they, up. They, they, no. We don't want to hear about y'all's lovely childhood. I, mean, I, I had, I had yeah. invisible friends t- yeah. too. But yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm but. sure you were popular both of y'all. I still like. sleep with my stuffed animal. All right. Okay, we need to know that. <laughs> I believe that shit. Nah, I'm just, <laughs> I, he ain't playing. He dead ass serious. Yeah. <laughs> Some people have invisible friends. Some people got stuffed animals. All right. Yeah, don't knock on that shit. Jesus yeah. Christ. But. Um, but you, but there is a lot of hurt. Comedy is, is, is a lot of hurt people that's in comedy. And I personally just kind of took, like, that's part of the business, too. Like, mm-hmm. you want to make people smile. It's not just people that's in the audience. Like, I just, you also want to make your peers, like, happy. So that's why, like, I started taking um, that. That's why the uh, the Hollywood Improv, like, I started doing the debuts. Mm. Yep. I um, start giving, like, people who've never performed that. on that stage before. Like, I will pick. Instead of picking the big names, which a lot of people, um, my peers and stuff, and some of the people that's at these establishments, they were like, man, that's not the way to go. Hmm. It's not the way to go. You got to, it's at the Hollywood Improv. Like, you have access to these big name comedians, put them on there, but that's just, 
That's just not me, though. Yeah. My thing was, like, I want to help people to get, um, be seen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I want people to be able to feel like they belong. And this Thursday, we'll be at the, the 20th show. 20th, so, 20th wow. straight sold-out show. That's amazing. It's hard work right there, too. 20th straight sold-out show. But the 100th comedians, we have 100 oh. comedians in less than two years. And, and that was the goal to show people that, you know, remove your ego mm. and the universe is going to die. The universe is going to take care of you, bro. Like, yeah. The universe take loves us. Just It wants you to love yourself yeah, and love facts. each other, people. Dude, I don't understand how people don't see that. What you put out is what you're going to get. What I, I'm, It baffles me. I am baffled. Yeah. At this point, with everything that's happened, that people haven't opened their eyes and yeah, because everything was like everything was told that it was biblical. (laughs) Everything was said. Everything is in the Bible, but it wasn't, or whatever your belief is. But no one told you that like it's not limited to that. It's Mm -hmm. also like speaking out and saying what is it that you want. If you say like, man, I hate myself. Like, yeah. So everything that you do, everything that you touch, is is gonna be resemblance of like hate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I tell my daughter, she's seven years old. Since she's been little, like, she's been listening to, like, affirmations since she Ooh. was, like, can't even speak. Yeah. So she go to sleep to affirmations. No, it, it, it works. It yeah. works. It's she go to sleep You got to believe in it. Yeah. But I always say, like, if it's to be, it's up to me. And that's really the truth because you got to have that within. But you've got to manifest it, but you've got to take action. No offense. Yeah. And you can't just manifest it and just be, and, and just sit on your ass. you gotta you got to take action. Uh, but when you f- finally find your groove and you put it out there, mm-hmm. the universe will take care of you. Oh, yeah. It will take care of you. Uh, but it takes time. Yeah, and you got to love yourself. I give myself little kisses sometimes in the morning. I'm like, oh, Lena, I love you. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, I'm yeah. just like, I'm in love with, I, I'm going to say, I'm in love with myself. Yeah. And then I sure. love that. I love being at this age and saying, I like myself now. I didn't Man. always. Nah, <laughs> I'm thanks. not the best person. You had but to work on that, though, right? The work. Put, on that shit. You put in the work. And you it was work. work. It was scary. Yeah. How, y- how do y'all um, navigate, like, in this, this is a struggle I've had, like, how do y'all navigate in this business and having to deal with, I know we just talk about, like, loving yourself, but, like, because there's so much toxicity <laughs> within, like, this industry, like, <laughs> like how do y'all, like, separate yourselves? Or how, do y'all navig- how do y'all personally navigate um, through uh, it? Personally, I say whatever someone else is dealing with, it has nothing to do with me. I mind my own business. Mm -hmm. And I suggest that to a a lot of people got so much hate towards other comedians, other Mm people, just because they're jealous or whatever. I'm like, you leave that. I've even had to do that on stage. Like, there's been hate spilled right before I had to go up. And I'm like, leave that. Like, Like in your face? Like, like. Oh, and I'm like, just like a racist thing that comes out and then I have to go up. That happened at the store the uh, some weeks ago. And I had to be like, What's yo, that? people were looking at me like, I was the only black person in the audience too, by the way. They were like, whoa, are you okay? And I was like, let me address this because I'm not going to go into my set with that hanging in the air like right. that. You can't say that stuff. Talking about your black husband, you taught your kids that, to shoot him or some shit. I was like, what the oh, hell did you just a say? Said that? A comedian said that. Wow. And I was like, I, yeah, I don't know what the, it shocked me. And everyone looked at me. I was like, oh, gotta have to address yeah, this. So, <laughs> what did we learn, kids? Um, yeah, it was just, that, there you go. It, I don't know what that is, there but I'm like, people are not here to have that type of hate, and we gotta yeah. switch that. Like, are you, so once you address that, do you cut it off? Like, is, is it out of your system, or do you like, is it still linger? Like, damn. Like, oh, no, I cut it off because I don't internalize stuff that's like that. That has yeah. nothing to do with me. That's going to be on you. Yeah, I'll be different. looking for you. <laughs> mine's a little different. Bad, you say? Oh, mine's a little different. Which, so, I yeah. just I just eat a tub of ice cream when I get home, <laughs> put on some Netflix, <laughs> smoke a bowl, and cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I used to cry all the time. Yeah, that's what I do. I like that, bro. I used you to cry all the time, but you know I had to saying? stop crying. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. You know? yeah. It's all right. You know, I said to myself, you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? Yo, just keep on going, just boy. Just keep on going. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got a guy, you know. So um, I think sometimes you do have to be like a white guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're just a white old, you're just a white Jewish man trying to make it in comedy. Okay. 
Well, you're not, a, you're not a white, white man, but the way you did, it was like a white guy. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I, I was really putting that emphasis into that one, you know? Yes. That's all, all my whiteness just came out. Right, like, yeah. Here we are at the Comedy Road Podcast. Yeah, come on. Oh, jeez, hey, Louise. man. At <laughs> least pull me on. Hello, sir. I never know what he's going to say Hello, buddy. Yeah. What? How are you doing? Where are you going? I'm getting ready to go, uh... Give some donuts to the police officers <laughs> at the local uh, Jesus Christ. donutery. Make enough that, shit. You I could imagine shit. you being yeah. pulled over and pulling that character. Where I'd be like, man. You I, know, what if, I, what if I just did a black guy? You know, I, I got pulled over. Yeah, yeah. My eyes yeah. are funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm, yeah. And they're like, your ass up He's right away. Nah, they'd be like, okay, you're good, sir. See, I can't do man, that. Man, what's yeah. up, dog? Yeah. Yo, yo, what you talking about now, all right? Yeah. Okay. That's so going on. I get tasered. I get tasered. Right and it gonna go, <laughs> that shit gonna go viral. Yeah, I know. You gonna do a black room? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, put me in your black room, man, because I'm gonna make it. I'll make it work. All right. <laughs> I, uh, I want to see you get pulled up by a black police officer that from from Compton. I did. I did. I did. I did. And they used to be in a gang and, and they I changed did. their life. And then you're like, what's up? Oh, what's up? But I will tell you, I did get pulled up recently. I did get pulled up. Oh, I, yeah, did, yeah. I did a show at the yeah. comedy store. And I was on my way home, and uh, this was the craziest thing that happened to me. Talk about being white! Like I was, <laughs> no, serious. I was, I was. Uh, they, they. All of a sudden, I'm driving back. I got to get back. You know, we, we bottle feed my kids, so my wife's needing my help. So I got to go back to get that bottle with my yeah. kid. You know, and uh, I see a couple sirens behind me, and I'm like, what the? And then all of a sudden. The guy comes up and he's like, uh, "You know, I pulled you over." I'm like, "You're still in the black character right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's no, happening? He said, "Why?" And uh, I was like, oh, "Your lights were off." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He's like, "Oh, he's like, what do you do?" I was like, "Oh, I'm a comic." He's like, "Oh, that's cool." He's like, "Where you come from? The store?" I was like, "The store." He's like, "Oh man, well, do you prefer a comedian or a comic?" Like in the whitest <laughs> oh, way. Man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, "Why is this for happen?" Another cop car then pulls up. He walks away. Another cop car pulls up. They're like, "Oh, are you?" Uh, you're Jason Schuster. I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, yeah, obviously the guy told him I pulled over this comedian. Like, yeah. and, he pulled, and uh, and uh, he's like, oh, we just wanted to say hello. Would you do a couple of impressions for us, real quick? Right. Yeah. So I different. did. A, I, li- I like. I'm like. <laughs> what's your, from what's, my which one did you do, man? Let me hear that. Uh, uh, what did I? What did I do for him? I did. Uh, Bill Clinton. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said that's fantastic. You pulled me over. Really. I did not have any sexual relations with my vehicle. Not. Okay, so. He was like, man, get your ass in the car. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, get your ass in the car and go feed your baby. All right, yeah. Uh, so uh, then I did Gilbert Godfrey for him real quick. You know, two of the whitest guys ever. You know what I mean? And um, but anyway, he sent me home. But you know what I mean? But did you no ticket? No ticket. I got every, every no ticket. ticket. And I was like that. I was like, I'm just that. That shouldn't happen like that. You know what I mean? Man, but, they always yeah. give me tickets. <laughs> Speeding ticket, parking tickets, Jeez. all of it. Yeah, you gotta stop raffle, saying that. You might tickets. be bringing stop that putting to it out yourself. the universe. I feel like I you're a powerful manifester. I ain't so you putting gotta it watch out there. I'm just, I'm just putting out what be happening. Because, because I'll be like, I'll be in the car manifesting like a motherfucker. I'll be like, <laughs> like, yeah, they ain't gonna give me no ticket. They ain't gonna give me no ticket. They not giving me no ticket. <laughs> They're coming. They don't even ask my name. They just give me the ticket. They were like, "Yeah, Jeez, I think you're bringing that." Write your like, name yeah. on that. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the ticket's already filled out. With no, already, I knew you was coming down here, sir. So, so back to the uh, producing thing. I wanted to talk about real quick. Business. The uh, the Netflix is a joke festival. How did you get involved with them? How did that come up? And you started producing your own show with them. So it's funny because like I, I. I disconnect myself from like the industry a lot. So a lot of times I'll be in my own world, I work on my own projects, and then when I'm ready to put out, then I, I'll kind of be out and about, right? But I had no idea about the Netflix is a joke festival. I had no idea about it. I didn't know it was coming around or none of that. I just <laughs> started seeing messages on Facebook, like, man, I want to get in this festival. Anybody know how I can get in this festival? Um, I've seen comedians that were like, had have big names and stuff like man i can't get into this festival and i'm like what the what is this netflix a joke festival i was like looking at looking into i'm like oh this is gonna be big i'm like the dave Chappelle and um kevin hart and Dion cole all these big names are in it so i'm like man i'm gonna be in this i'm about to be in this festival so my my thing was like just my just like my hip-hop background 
had me thinking, like, you know what, I, I don't, I want to be in a festival, but my PR behind it was going to be like, I'm going to hijack the festival. <laughs> I'm going to hijack the fucking festival. Okay. I'm going to do a big PR behind this shit. And it was going to be Netflix, the joke, whatever, the hijack, you know what I'm saying, the yeah. takeover, some shit like that, yeah. like I'm dropping a fucking album, some shit. So I started, like, I had, like, a network party, and then I was going to do, like, a, I was going to do a show, like, one of the last days of it. My thing was I wanted them to come shut my shit down. That's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted the PR behind it, because I, I know how to work that, right? Yeah. But something told me, like, Part of it was like there was people starting to hate. There was hate, like man, it's a fake show. It's not a real show. And I'm like, duh, stupid. Like, <laughs> duh, it's your goofy Captain ass. Like, <laughs> duh, that's what it's supposed to be for. You know right. what I mean? But something told me, which is part of me, which is the challenge. Which is like, you know what? You know, fuck it. Let me just go ahead and just do. The, let me actually get into the actual fucking festival. Let me shut them the fuck up because yeah. it was like so much of this that was like negative energy that was coming. So that part of that superpower part of me, which we all have, was like, you know what, let me show you this is what can be done. I did was I got everything in order. I got the comedians that I wanted to be on the show with me. Um, I got the El Porter Theater, which is an amazing mm -hmm. uh, venue. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I said, how, now how do I get into this festival? I was asking people, and it's like, man, you got to have an agent, a manager. I had neither one of those. And I went and same thing I did with, like, uh, Wild and Out. Um, I, I went on LinkedIn, I went on Facebook, just finding people. I was emailing people that was in a different department at Netflix, and they had no idea about the festival. I like, man, I'm in this the mail room. I don't know, I don't know, have no idea, um, who to connect you with. They but were responding back to you too. That's there were people that were responding. Now I, oh. I reached out to quite a few people. Mm -hmm. to let, mm. You know what I'm saying? But eventually, I started getting these things and stuff on my LinkedIn dings on my, um, and this was like. It was like the third or fourth day of the festival. The festival was two weeks. It was 14 days. Right, to right, let right. you know. And at this point, like, I'm starting to be intentional about getting into this festival, wow. being very intentional about it. And one of the uh, many people connected this dot, to connected to that dot, connected to that dot, and got got a uh, text message um, or email from one of the assistants of the, the GMs. And... Um, Got the contact, and I left her a direct email. Never heard back from her. And something told me to go look at the uh, look at the bottom of the email. There was a phone number at the bottom of the mm -hmm. email. And I was like, man, I got three more days, four more days to make this shit happen. And uh, I just sent her, I sent her a text message. Sent a text message. I was like, yo, oh. I'm going to do this festival <laughs> regardless but you did not say that. What was the actual? No, nah, it was. But it was like I'm. I'm still doing. Yeah. I'm still doing a show. Right. You know right. what I'm saying. But I need to be in this festival. I need to be in this festival. Wow, wow. I need to be in it. You know what I'm saying. And I was like, hey, this is what I do. I'm not just some regular person. I've done this. These are my credits. So that's so, kids. This is when your credits matter. <laughs> <laughs> Pull circle. Come on. That's now. when your credits yeah, matter. There you go. That's so right. So I started that's dropping right. all you know credits and stuff. Things mm -hmm. that I worked on. The Kevin Hart, Heart of the City, like I just started dropping all that stuff because I'm pretty sure different people hit them up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not expecting her to like hit me back or whoever it was. I didn't know who it was to hit me back. And like I got that that message back, man, and it was like I don't, I'm not sure if I could uh, get you in there. I'm not the person that that can get you in there, but like, hey, I see what I can do, but you got to have this, 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 this. I already had this, 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 this. Uh -huh. I already knew that that was that was the other requirement was going to be, which is to have a good venue, have comedians, yeah, yeah, um, have your uh, bio, like all these things, so they can so they can let me know if I'm good enough. Send the video of my my comedy, all that stuff, and she was like, I don't know, um, but I'll let you know if you able to get into the uh, festival. And that next day, that the next morning, um. I just got like a, 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 I just get messages from like friends and um, people that I reached out to to be like an eight to who I wanted to be. Eight. I was getting messages and stuff like, you in a festival? I'm like, bro, no. I looked on the website and it was like Gumbo and Friends, um, whatever. I think it's like a Thursday or some wow. shit. Thursday. And it was like officially on the uh, on the um, website. Wow. So wow. once it became official like that, like a man, like I was like, 
Wow. Got your ass. Wow. <laughs> but, I, but I teared up, though, because it because once again, it's one of them things where it's like, it goes back to, like, the power that we have. Yes. You got to put the work into it and, yeah. and feel like you belong. Mm-hmm. Belong there. I think that's so important, that belonging it Yeah, thing it is. That no one's explored yet. Feeling like you're showing up and you're mm-hmm. there because you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And not be intimidated by it. See, I my my I had, you know, I my intentions was to like hijack the festival because I like that hijacked. P I like the PR behind <laughs> I do. I like the PR that was behind it. There's so many people have stories where they didn't have like the it wasn't legitimate, but it was like a dope story to where, yeah. you know, that that you can say that you had a festival show, but it was like a hijack. It was like a yeah. bootleg festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like something in my spirit was like, tell me, like, man, like, now nah, you belong in an actual festival. Mm. You belong to have your name with the, you know, the D.L. Hughley's and the Cat Williams and stuff like that. Wow. So, but that's also the business side of it. You have to be the comedian, but you also have to be your own agent. You have to be your own manager. You have to be mm-hmm. your own PR. You have to just take your ego out of it because i'm the same person that would go on the road and can do a show with 400 500 people in there and if somebody said hey man i need you to come can you come hold the boom mic for me on this, i'm gonna i'm gonna come hold the boom mic wow. right i'm right. gonna come humble. sweep up mm-hmm. i'm gonna come i'm i'm the person that's they even tell when i do shows and stuff like i might be at the hollywood Empire. like man what you doing I'm putting the candles on the table i know it might be headlining but it's like i don't give a fuck like wow I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be upstairs in the green room. I'm gonna be waiting at the door, like thanking every single person that came to the show, and, and appreciate you for coming because, like, your your time and your energy is more valuable than any dollar sign that you can put on anything. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So that's, right. that's to me is you can't look at stuff just inside the box. You gotta look outside the box, and you gotta change how you perceive what currency is. Yeah, and that all that is infectious because it it rubs off on everybody, and when people see that person who i just saw on stage is 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 a real genuine person mm. no for sure takes you so much further Trans- takes you so much further yeah. you know because we forget about that a lot that like we're all humans man we all we all operate people. the same way you gotta treat people right it's like y'all our producers it's like i've seen people be like real shitty to like the producers and stuff mm-hmm. but that's the that that could be the next you big thing you, you and they're not gonna forget you like you know what i mean mm-hmm. you never know they you know y'all be producers on cbs nbc uh whatever netflix whatever you never know when you will need somebody yeah and it might just be for somebody else but like you know you gotta treat people right and yeah. that's just how this is how i roll like treat people right do shows don't let any bullshit slide you know be protective of like the women because it's hard for women in this industry. You gotta be protect. I got a lot of sisters, and they will whoop my ass if they find out that so. I let some bullshit mm-hmm. slide. So it's just being a good human being. Yeah, amen to you know that. What I'm saying, you know, amen so that's that. what this that's what this game is about. And everybody don't believe in that. Yep. <laughs> everybody don't believe in it. But it's, if you believe in it, like you're saying, I it's infectious. In like I'm a I'm a I'm not a, I'm a hugger, but I'm not like we hugged as we all hugged and stuff. But like it's an energy thing, yeah. Because I'm not with that with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I could feel people in it. I'm like, yeah. high five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you nice. just gave her, yeah, high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I see you do some like crazy shit to somebody else, like I don't want that energy. Uh, I don't want no, that on no, me. No, sure. I don't want no, and it's all about who you surround yourself with too. Yeah. You know, so. But y'all two are dope. Like y'all got a dope like parent too. <laughs> Y'all do. Y'all got a dope energy parent. No, I appreciate it. No, it made we, me feel good. We, I always <laughs> say we we uh we always try to make everybody feel comfortable on here and have a great time. And you know, Lena and I came up around the same time together. We met at an open mic, and that's how this game works. You never know who you're going to meet and where that journey is going to take you. And uh, nice either. And now we we host a podcast together. You know, we've and, done uh, shows in Baltimore. Sh- I, I I did. Wow. I, I'm from Baltimore. I, like I said, I took I did two sold out shows there. Lena pro- took her with me, and she she yeah. knew my family and, and everything. Dope. And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. all it's all about growing together and looking out for each other. No, for sure. And, and finding and good people, because that people. was for me. I'm I'm like like being a good person is the ultimate for me. Mm-hmm. This this is fleeting. Like I know mm-hmm. people are chasing this 
thing that's not even tangible. It's like, what are we talking about here? What is this? Yeah. They're chasing something that doesn't even matter. I'm like, being a good person, that's your legacy. No, for sure. People are talking about a le- that's your legacy. Yeah. That's yeah, when you leave here, nobody... I just had a um, rest in peace, my homie, um, Daryl K-Mack. He, he was a comedian. Mm. Yeah. And he passed away, and it's like, you're not on the stage no more. You know, you got, <laughs> these, you got these bookers and stuff that, you know, they, they smile in your face, or these owners of these comedy, they smile in your face and show it. Oh, man, great. The, the, the space is, uh, the venue sold out. <laughs> but then they don't ask about it. They didn't pass away. They don't ask about it. The only people that talk about you is the ones that really, like, have relationships off of that time on the stages. Yeah. 24 hours in a day. That's it. I don't know how long you're going to be. You might have, it's maybe you will do an hour life. on the stage. You still got 23 other hours to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, do yep. something that's like memorable. And end of the day, like my life, uh, your life, our lives is not limited to what we do. Is To me, it's like what we do and w- the purpose behind it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. How For we sure. make, you know, how we make people feel. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Right there, right there. I I love this. What's the important question that we need to ask him, Jason? Probably most, probably it's going to be the most important question anyone's asked you during your entire comedy career. (laughs) Jeremy, (laughs) Gumbo Christian, what is your favorite ice cream? Oh, man. Favorite (laughs) ice cream? I'm a Louisiana boy. Woo! Woo! So... I can't say this is my favorite, but I really love this shit, man. It's the it's the praline Ooh, ice yeah. cream. Oh, Ooh, praline cool ice cream <laughs> and some and caramel. Oh, praline and caramel. That's the that's, that's a the Louisiana vibe. ice cream right there. Man, mm. Straight up. Yeah. Now yep. the praline will will fucking if you got brittle teeth, that will fuck your <laughs> teeth up. Yeah, yeah. See, my my dad praline. my dad was a dentist, retired Word. now, but. You know, I know about brittle, you know. Yeah, them, pra- them pralines. But they were, yeah, 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 so you yeah. got to, like, let it sit in the sun for a little bit. Let it get soft. And then, you know, you can mix it in some ice cream. Oh, yeah. Jesus like that. Christ. That's some <laughs> good Jesus shit. probably like praline ice creams, too. Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> my fa- well, this is not an ice cream thing, but in New Orleans, one of my favorite restaurants is called Giacomo's. I know you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Giacomo's, yeah. Alligator cheesecake. Yep. You know? They make, a really al- 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 they make fried alligator tail. <sighs> Jackamo, okay. Jackamo is the real. I deal. love this. By that, the that way, that is some like Y'all. that is some like real rich food. But that is good for your soul. You know what I mean? That is that stick to your ribs right yeah, there. Dude, right? Man. <laughs> when was the last time you was there? And uh, I was there for Jazz Fest a few years ago. Okay. Uh, but you know, every time I go, I've been going since I was a kid. My grandparents took me when I was little, and I've been coming back. My brother is a bi- my brother's a musician. And uh, we're not music's a big part of my family. That's dope. And so, uh, Jazz Fest is where it's at to see everybody who's legendary in one I night. Love them. You know, yeah. so, but I always make make sure I pick, take a stop at uh, Giacomo's to get that dinner yeah. because that's 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 a special Giacomo's treat. A good spot, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. 